Fit for Life Radio, episode number 165. Gary and Will here. We're running on Wawa coffee. Will's running on Wawa coffee. Half-calf Wawa coffee. I haven't had a coffee in hot minute. You haven't had a lot of things in a hot minute. <laughs> hot minute. I did pick up some chocolate milk, man. That the one that mm-hmm. car, that carb master. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'm always skeptical, you know, because you got me to buy canned potatoes once. So <laughs> I, it, like my my skeptical meter goes like sky high when you're like, oh, this is good, but it's good. It really is. I know. I have like a little, just like one serving with my breakfast. A little treat. Just, dude, it's good. And it's like that triple filter, so I think most of the lactose is gone it's out of it. It's smooth, baby. Yeah. Mm. A little higher in protein. It, it What's it, like 11 grams of protein? Something like that? Yeah. 11, yeah. 13. Just drink a, a cool G a day. Just a gallon. Hit your protein goals. Hey. Get to where, uh, got the disposable daily contacts and can whack back <laughs> a pint of that. Every, every day. That, that's the only thing is pricey, right? It is. So you, just, you, gotta, you, you keep it stocked in the fridge. It's all you got yeah. is that. That one little cup oh, a day. Got to preserve enough. it. You can savor it because it, it it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's thick, creamy. Mm. Anywho. So today. has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> I guess we'll, we could probably eventually tie it in. The more options. We but can. We're going to talk about. So I've been in the fitness industry going on 18 years now you're so old so old since i was 20 so i started right when i was 20 as a trainer and then i was turning 21 soon after but for easy math since i was 20 i'm just 38 now so yeah about 18 years jesus so for easy math we'll just say and 18 sounds good right well we'll say 20 because what we're going to talk about today is what What's changed? What's oh, yeah, different? we can talk 20. How things fine. have changed in, say, the last 20 years. It's a lot. In the health and You have better space. insight because I've only been in this for, what, 11 years now? Mm-hmm. About. And, like, yeah, we can count some, like, yeah. training people through college, but that wasn't – I didn't get paid for it, so. Yeah. And I got to work at a Globo Gym. Yeah, and so, I never did. So you see, like, it's like – super high volume of people and so so yeah you just get more like exposure to mm-hmm. stuff so it's interesting to think back to man 18 years ago so that was right when the i mean the internet wasn't it was a thing obviously oh yeah <laughs> but it still wasn't like the information space not like it is now that it was that was right when Maybe you had like some blogs. So that was what two thousand five, yeah. early two thousand. Let's call it early two thousands. Yeah, it was two thousand five. That's yeah. Blogs were the thing. Like mm-hmm. ever, like you just like if you had a following, you had a blog, and it blew up, and people followed you. But outside of but that, there was like four people. Yeah, no, <laughs> there know? really was. And essentially, a real what the real and and so there was that. So if you were like. You know, digging deep, you could find some things. But then you ultimately, with fitness, it was, most of the stuff came from magazines. So if you picked up a men's health, women's health, muscle, you know, muscle, fitness. muscle mags. But we really, too, want to, you know, more general population. So general pop's not picking up, like, nah. the muscle mag, you know, with freaking Ronnie Coleman on Flex the cover. Flex Wheeler on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or in the library books, right? 
So I think back to when I was a trainer then and and even for trainers, right? So you the have knowledge like, is way different. Yeah, your school and, and schooling and the books, but books are books and schooling. The problem with books and schooling is they don't change. They're, well, they're never going to be able to keep up, right? Because yeah. it's I mean it's expensive to to make books and print them and update them. So of course it's not going to be like a new book every year. Yeah. So even that. So you got to kind of find, educate yourself and, and look look for these resources. But ultimately, when you know, so I was a trainer, and yeah, people come. And they hire a trainer. And really, I guess you could say it, it more starts with they're like, I need to lose weight, right? I mean, that's the universal that's thing. That's generally where what, it starts. Yeah. And that can be different factors. It can be like, well, I don't feel great. I want to look better. And I equate that to weight loss. Or my doctor told me I need to lose weight because of my BMI or blood markers. And But ultimately, most people, that, that ends up being this initial thing. And then ultimately, so... Yeah, if you're not a gym person, so say you're at this point, you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Well, I need to join a gym and then I need help at the gym. I don't know what to do. So then I need a trainer. That was it. That was that was kind of like, and there wasn't even really group back then, which nah. we'll, we'll get into because I was doing group a few years in and that was the very early stages. But <clears throat> that was that. So it's literally <laughs> like you pick up a magazine and this was the other, so this is where it's Google get into none of the stuff's necessarily bad per se it's good and bad but so women would pick up a magazine which was like hey remember magazines are they make money by selling ads right yeah. well what is a woman's magazine what are the ads like hair and skin stuff and skinny women that you know yeah. with pretty hair and skin and they're selling these things so they're selling that image right so no they're not going to tell you to like bench press, <laughs> even, no. even though you should, yeah, right? You, like, and, and to lift as much weight as you can within a certain, you know, they're going to they So then the workouts back then in women's magazines, even probably now was like grab five pound dumbbells and do like 50 reps yeah. of this, sir, you and know, for elongation and toning. So, yeah. So and that was where they were. Yeah. And that's what people like would women do. weren't supposed to lift heavy weights. Yeah. Or then you're like, I got to go to the gym. I got to hire a trainer. You hire the trainer and then you're like, well, this is what I'm invested in. And as a trainer, you say, yeah, you coach them through the workout. You tell them what to do, maybe do outside of the gym. And that was that. Yeah, that was literally that was that. Like, oh, you that just got to follow no this one plan. Came, like, no, there was no second, second guessing. There was no, <laughs> you know, that was that. And now you fast forward 18, 20 years to now. And it's what there's so much. It's the complete opposite. There's so much information, and half the people don't believe what you're telling them. And not only that, and then you can get it from literally thousands and thousands oh. of sor sources and different people. Yeah. And so you could, someone could then hire you to be their trainer, and then you say, "Hey, this is what I want you to do," and then literally within moments well i saw this someone do this or that or this or this and that and this and that <laughs> and then you're having to explain yeah you're that right yeah. like your your reasoning for doing it and and the reality is most people don't even now get to where they're hiring the trainer or coach and doing the things they spend all their time going around the different voices and this is this or that and just mentally you know going in that circle 
and not even then starting anything. Beca- yeah, it's because just taking in all this information and never quite sure what's right, what's not, and then you just don't do anything. And it's wild because there's is better information available than there was then. Like we just talked about with women, it was like do this soup can workout, but now you know it's you know it's very important. You look at the younger generation too, and they're like, yes, yeah, starting out in the gym at. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, lifting weights, heavy. So, you know, the good stuff is winning out. Um, but people who pick it up young naturally are good at it and or comfortable with it and or have some genetic advantages to where they see, you know, they just it take to it easier. And yeah, maybe they build muscle easier. So then they see results quicker and then, hey, I'm good at this. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. So then it just becomes like cemented right. in their life. So, but there's still just a huge segment who doesn't feel that way, doesn't initially attack. So then they are like looking, researching for like the solutions and all these different things when the reality is like you just, you just have to, it, everything's kind of simple. It is. And you just have to do it. That's the the whole thing. You just have to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But now the barrier to entry isn't the information. No. It's the action. Yeah. It's the follow through. Too much too much information. Yeah. I almost wish people just didn't read stuff like that yeah. on the internet. So, so now we're kind of talking from the from the user client standpoint, from a coaching standpoint it's 10 times harder. It, it really is. I mean, I think now, like, we, I have to, yeah, we have to record, a, we have to do a podcast, we have to post on social media all the time, we have to answer tons of questions, we, you know, we have a admin person just to answer questions, but, you know, while people are gathering information about gyms, we have, there's so much you have to do to get people to just do it, to trust and do, whereas before it was just like, oh, you're the fitness person. I'll do what you say. And they hire you and they kind of, okay, what do you need me to do? Yeah. So it was actually, if you asked me from, as, from a coach standpoint, uh, yeah, it was, it was way easier back then. <laughs> it was. You know? And there's just two, it, it just all becomes distractions too. Because then you can kind of av- avoid what you need to do and just find something that confirms what you want to do. Even if that's not again what you need to mm-hmm. do, so it's it's just it's wild. It's hard out here, man. And I mean, think of something, and that goes with everything. We're talking about the fitness industry. It's really, you know, because of the information age, you can you can find it for anything. You know, if you're trying to, you know, redo your landscaping, it's like there's gonna be 15 different yeah. ways, and and all of them say the other one's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, well what am I supposed to do? And like, you I want research grass. for three years. And when, you got dead grass. <laughs> yeah. When you should probably just throw some grass seed down yeah. and water it. And then figure out what goes wrong and, and, and make it a little better. You know? But then you can feel good. You can get those endorphins from just doing the research. Cause it well, I think that's what happens. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, this is, the, or making a plan but never following through with it yeah. is another common one. Because it feels good to make a yeah. plan. We all know that. It feels like action. Yeah. It's, kind of action. it's like the like the beginning of action but it's like one percent and the other 99 percent is actually doing it mm-hmm. but we feel good from that one percent of like all right i'm gonna plan this out this is gonna be perfect this is how it's gonna work this is gonna be my routine and it's gonna go great yeah and then we don't 
Or you do it once. And the other thing is, there is a bunch of different stuff. And a lot of it can work or be great. But the reality is you can't do it all either. Yeah. So it's like two things. It's like paralysis by analysis and then also FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Like, oh, well, what if I got better results doing mm -hmm. this other thing? Yep. To where we know, and then, or, and you bounce around and can never stick with something. It's like, I want to be a powerlifter. And then, oh, man, look at CrossFit. They can, I'm, let me go do that. And, and then, then oh, like, I want to oh, be a yogi. I, yeah, I hate all this cardio. Look, look at the Olympic lifter, you know, and, and then, uh, oh, I got, you know, it's, it's just bouncing around. Mm -hmm. Fear of missing out. Yeah. Information just... overload. And for most people, and then, and then that's even another thing, right? Then you see, well, you're always going to see the 1%. So what then the average person relates to like a fitness or, or is the extreme end of like, well, if I'm going to go to the gym, I should, I should make it my personality and I have to look like uh, a magazine model. Well, I can't do those things. So I might as well not even do nothing. Yeah. You know, like. And that goes for anything, right? You could be like, I want to pick up painting. And then and it's almost now, well, then, yeah, you look at painters on Instagram. They're all pros. And you're like, man, if I do painting, I need to make it a side hustle and start selling these paintings, right? And, yeah, there's all that and, pressure. And become a, a professional painter to where you're just like, and then you end up not doing it because it becomes unfun. Mm -hmm. When it's like, well, couldn't it have just been just like something a, a you hobby do? that you do for an hour or two a week? That you like? You know? Same thing with fitness. You don't got to be... You don't have to be an, an influencer elite or athlete and yeah. compete. It can just be a couple hours of your week to support your overall life, your health. Yeah. So then we see, yeah, we see all that, and it derails us from doing anything. Yeah, yeah. If I can't be the best, why even bother? Mm -hmm. And then, then you're like us. Then we're trying to just be the voice. It's like, hey, you can get a <laughs> just, lot of benefits. Just from, do something, man. <laughs> from two hours a week, and then you'll get someone yell at you. Well, I do five, and it's f and I'm fine. And it's like no one's no saying one, yeah. not to do five. We're just trying to say it's okay to do less because because we see it, right? Like we have with the gym, and sometimes people can come say three, four times a week, but then when they can only come once or twice, they're like, oh, this isn't worth it, and do zero. Can, and the real reality is like. The two will give you 90%. Because you're able to come, say, four, double the two, you're not getting double the benefit. Nah. It's massive diminishing returns. Yeah. But zero is zero. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Like, if you're doing nothing, your results will be zero. Mm -hmm. If you're doing the bare minimum, you're still getting 90% of the way. If we're, you know, if we're considering, like, I don't know, three or four days is optimal. We'll yeah. just set a baseline and keep it real simple. Two days is at 90%. How can you argue with being almost yeah. all, all the way there? Well, here's how you can. If we just told someone that, yeah, in a room with no distractions, they'd be like, okay, coach, I got yeah. you. But that, then you that's got what, people that's on what, the gram. That's what happened 18 years ago. I know. Now and it's like, no, I, I, I um, you know. I saw this split. This I, is the split I got to do to work out. I follow this CrossFit pro. And he does four hours a day of this and that and counts his macros. Yeah, and, two a days. He has a, um, a morning session and an evening <laughs> session and doesn't have a job. And it's just like, man, if I can't, if I can't follow that routine, what's the point? I'll yeah. never be. And, yeah, it's, it's demoralizing as a coach. Mm -hmm. then see, and then you see people do nothing and for like, two Damn. years. And then they'll go ramp back up and, and try to get on, you know. Get on track. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's frustrating. Like, you could have just turned the dial down. Like, if you're at two workouts a, a week for a year, mm-hmm. you're going to still do really well. Whereas yeah. if you're doing zero workouts a week for a year, mm-hmm. you're going to lose muscle mass. You're probably going to gain weight, most likely, just because your activity is lower, your habits are going to change. There's just, yeah, yep. big difference. And it, and then most, most of us, when you know, right, like if you're drinking a two-liter Mountain Dew a day, like you don't necessarily have to go on the carnivore diet to lose weight. No. Just, you, you could just stop drinking soda, you know? Yeah. Like or cut, drink less soda. Like cut out, cut out liquid calories, right? No one needs to be taught that. But then the reality is someone could spin their wheels with even doing that because they they built built everything up to be way, way more, right? So, again, paralysis by analysis. And this just, you know didn't happen there it wasn't as much opportunity for this to happen 20 years ago yeah you know now the problem 20 years ago was getting people the right information yeah right so like we said like most people were like i want to lose weight the old school school of thought was i need to just do cardio and avoid weights because weights will make me look like arnold Schwarzenegger. yeah i'm gonna look like the hulk so you know now that's not the case as much so that's a good thing that like the information has helped that mm-hmm. and you know in regards to like what people yeah. should be doing but it's still cloudy yeah because again yeah most people you should then start resistance training in a progressive manner for, for your full body all your muscle groups and and leave it at that right but then you'll see oh look at this person competing on the power lifts well, I need to do bench press, deadlift, and squats, and I want to, you know, and then they'll start chasing that and, <laughs> and end up not being able to keep, you know, then the time commitment's too much, then yeah. they feel like a failure, and then drop back down to nothing, right? And then, you know, say you're in your 30s, and you, and you yo-yo between this, but the reality is, well, you need to be doing something in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s, in your 60s, so... What can you do for 40 years? That's the key. You know? Like, what What will keep you in one piece yeah. and keep you going? And again, we're not saying being a power lifter is Yeah, I'm not bad. saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, but some people really thrive and do well with it. Yeah. And But for most average people. Yep. It, it's the same thing, right? Like, let's, again, let's go to your landscaping, right? Not everyone, like, not, there's always that yard, right? That, yeah, it takes tons of time. And that's not – I fell into this exact trap. You'll see a yard like that and be like, well, I want a yard like yeah. that. Why wouldn't you? And then you realize right? how much it takes you to get, get in there. And you realize the financial and time commitment and life – it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Right? You're to tr- you, are, you are choosing not to do a lot of other things to prioritize this above everything. And then I realized quickly, nah. That ain't worth it. Like, for example – some of the time I prioritize for my walks and for my fitness would have to go towards the yard and that wasn't going to happen. But I still don't want my yard to like be dirt and weeds, right? So, so you still do something. You do something. You find a basic sustainable plan and take and then for a while I just researched it all, dude, for like a year and a half, two years. <laughs> you know? And then like, well, what's the exact seat? And it's just like it don't matter, it's not gonna be perfect, you know? Yeah. And you just have to, like, do it and get going, dude, but learn the trade-offs. To spin off of that, to talk about the extreme as a dude I, I know, 
he's like real into his yard. Like he has like special lawnmowers. He dude, he's selling this like 1950s lawnmower for like mm-hmm. four G's. Like it, and he just yeah. grades his yard. But the amount of time he spends on and he has the time, you know, and he enjoys it. But like when you if you saw it, you'd be like, all right, well that's a nice yard. But then when I see how much work goes into it, you're like, there's yeah. no way and, that I'm going to even do that. And here's the thing. It's just like the gym. Well, once you get interested, maybe you want to like up your yard game. Well, who are you going to ask for advice? Yeah. That, that dude. And what do you think? He's, you know, yeah. and the reality is like he's going to tell you way more. And same thing. Wow. I want to get build muscle or whatever. Well, let me go to the most jacked dude in the gym. Well, yeah, of course he's going like to tell you to. Taking steroids yeah. and spending all their money on their food. And, and they spend and all of their free time at the gym because it's their thing yeah and, and the reality is it used to be just like that you may know a guy yeah but now you can go online and know a thousand guys that all have a different opinion <laughs> you know jesus so it's that's you know <clears throat> in the last 20 years man that and it's like just a very double-edged sword yeah there's a lot of good but a lot of headaches that have come from how much information is mm-hmm. available so what can we take away the reality is like know your priorities you know know that you look there's a lot we can do in this life but we can't prioritize it all so what's most important yeah if in fitness and health doesn't have it doesn't have to be your personality it doesn't no. have to be your lifestyle right so you don't have to have fit in your instagram yeah, handle it also shouldn't be none nothing because it supports our health yeah. and wellness and that's important so you know find information sources that you trust this is what i what i would recommend so it goes back to maybe how it was 20 years ago when it was a little easier and that um yeah people trusted your the source they had less options they took more action because then they chose something and then ran with it so mm-hmm. so yeah find like- sources find people that you trust and tune out everything else you have to and then trust the source and process yeah because we've kind of seen that evolve from the blogs back Mm -hmm. in the day to you know now you know there's facebook pages and you know with you know people have followings and you know people's instagram accounts i'm sure there's discord servers for people now too there's just a million things there's Mm -hmm. subreddits so you just have to hone in on one find an expert or two that you really trust you like and you know that has something that maybe resonates with you or that you you're like oh you know i could do this for yeah for a long time i really i do uh feel this and just do it and know and know your outcome goal and match that up right like yeah if you're listening to us right now and you're like well i want to be a bodybuilder or i want to be a powerlifter yeah like well, we're go- probably not the guys <laughs> to base all of your info exactly off of. and it's cool now you know what if we you know we know enough about it to where we could talk a little bit to to that but we purposely don't because that's not who we're trying to help. Nah, it's not what most people. And that's need. the other thing. If you, if there's someone that seems like they have to answer for everything and they help everyone, nah, it's too good you know, to be true. The same it's thing not happens it. with our gym. Like we want to help people who don't have success on their own and at global gyms, right? And these are people who just want to be yeah fit for life. Yeah, right? they just want to be healthy. When we first started, so yeah, the way we train people, it's changed. We, well, it's changed, it's evolved towards towards that market. But you know, when we decided to go that route, yeah, it wasn't. It's not like CrossFit in your face, like hashtag Beast Mode. No. And other gyms would almost make f- fun of it. 
for and being, the reality for is being like, easy or we're, we're providing something to a certain person yeah th- that I, helps them way more and then you have people that be like oh yeah i can train you for a crossfit competition and then in the same class the person next to you has like three hip surgeries and they're like oh i'm rehabbing this person right you know and it's like it's just not th- like so same thing if someone's online and trying to like appeal to every single goal it's too good to be true it's, yeah don't like you you want you want to like narrow down yeah i mean align yourself with somebody who has a little bit like more of a narrow focus right if you're into powerlifting like find a coach that is like world-class at powerlifting and lives and breathes it and has a concise message and just follow them yep that you just have to do that because then if you start doing that and then you're like ah but this olympic lifting coach said to do this and then this bodybuilding coach said that barbell back squats aren't good well what are you gonna? You're not gonna do anything. Yeah. So you have to really hone in and realize like this is who I'm gonna listen to, and that's mm-hmm. it. And everything's context dependent, right? For sure. Yeah. If you're not, if you're a power lifter, you got to do barbell back squat. You have to. It's part of your sport, but they can still be not good. Yeah. You know what? Running into someone with your head is not good. People still get paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> but if you're a football player, you got to do it, and you got to be good at it. <laughs> so. Everything's context dependent. Find information sources that line up with your goals. That's something people have to define. Like, what is your goal? And it can't be all the things. Yeah. Because we do see that, the people who want to do it all. You can't be, you know, super jacked and like crazy lean and the strongest you've ever been and the fastest you've ever been all at once if you've never done anything. Yeah. Like, you just can't have all of that in the same moment. Like, you can't work on all of mm-hmm. it at the same time. And that comes back to, like we said, the two main things of noun versus 20 years ago, information, overload, and FOMO, fear of missing out. And that's where the FOMO really becomes a problem. It's like, back then, you know, you wouldn't have... This is over the years what I've seen. I remember there was a stage where, like, someone would get into working out, and then you would see... Yeah, whatever, an Instagram post of someone running a adventure race, you know, mm-hmm. or a mud run. Yeah. And then people will be like, well, I'm going to do mud runs and adventure races. And I then, remember the... And then, yeah. like, for three weeks, three months maybe, someone's all about it. Then they see, like, a post for, like, a cro- and then the CrossFit Games comes around. You know, and then they're like, oh, I want to... And then they're going to be a games And they're, like, power snatching, and they want to be a games yeah. athlete. And then, like, yeah... That's a lot of pain to endure and in, in the training you go. And then they'll see like a powerlifting competition. It's like, oh, you just get to sit on a bench and bench press. And, so yeah, like, and they're like, that's more. And then like, I want to do that. Right. Or someone will even worse. Right. will have these dreams of like, oh, I'm going to do this for three months and I'm going to be great. And then you're not right away. Yeah. So and- then you're like, well, let me try this other thing. You know, then you're like, I'm gonna be a power lifter. And then you go do that. And then four months in, you get distracted and you're like, cause it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. And then the Boston marathon comes around and you're like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run marathon, you know? And then you schedule a, a race, you know, and then you get two months into your training for, and, and then it's something else, you know? And now you're just, and that didn't happen before. Cause you want to be exposed to all this stuff every day. Yeah. Like right now we can go pull up 
Oh, God. Anything on all this stuff. And it's like, so then if you're even thinking about going to the gym, and then some people, this is the exposure because these are competitions and elite sports. Are, so you, you just stumble on them more to where then you're like, well, if I, like, there's really no one that's just like averagely just going to the gym twice a week. Like that's not going to pop up. No. And in, in our, on our radar. No, because you know? it's not like exciting, like yeah. a beast mode workout showing somebody get crushed with some dope music. Even though that's what we need, right? Yeah. So yeah, then people enter this portal of, of FOMO and then you end up doing nothing. Because you're like, Which, what should I choose? What would I be good at? What am I going to... Um, and we just don't start. And then you get discouraged. Or, or yeah, or we just feel awful. Yeah. Because here's the thing. With most stuff, we don't find it. It finds us. Yeah. You know, what you take like Olympic sports are a good example. Let's take gymnastics and swimming. You know how people are always like, you should swim. It makes you long and lean. No. That people, body people that are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That body type lends itself to being good at swimming. Yeah, so they rise to the top. And they like, and that archetype shines because mm-hmm. most of the top swimmers look like that. And that's just what it is. Yeah, same thing. People used to be like, gymnastics stunts your growth. Like, nah, just like nah. short, stocky people are good at gymnastics. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, all, all those things. Um, I mean, look, you can pull up the CrossFit games and – Literally, you can take like the last now 10, 15 years and like the top three from each, you know, top three men from each year over the last 10, 15 years and their height and weight will be all within like a super narrow range. They're all like five foot nine, 195 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) With like super like thick, robust joints. Yeah. You know, and they look like running backs, right? Every one of them. In the NFL. And it's like... Did CrossFit make them like that? No. They just basically had it, – it's an attrition to people that, they, you know – They excel at, like, excel at it. multiple things, right? They're they're yeah. good at the gymnastics stuff because they're not six foot five yep. and 280 pounds. They also excel at the Olympic lifting and the strength because stuff they're powerful they're, and yeah. their leverages are good and – Yeah. They're more – yep. And that's just the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, like – or just trying to be fit, and you fall, you, you fall into that, you know, that elite stuff mindset. You're 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 just setting yourself up for discouragement a lot yep. of time, you know. And that's not saying like, don't go for it if you love it, but you just want to have realistic expectations. Don't expect that you're going to be a yeah. world class athlete if you're just starting to work out at mm-hmm. forty. Just, I mean, it's and I it's mean, okay. Yeah, you can. They even they I've even seen these charts where they take literally it was like. Baseball, right? There's nine positions on the field. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing. They took uh, data from all the major league baseball players, every position, and then shows the the archetype, the for archetype each one. for each position. And then, and then, uh, and the pros, they're almost like it's a wild how many. It's like the same person on each team playing each position, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. yeah, for like height and weight. And well, size. it makes sense because each position has to do something mm-hmm. specific. Yep. Same so, thing. I've seen it with soccer. I, I, the, I mean, you see it with every sport. Find, it was football. Football is even more uh, drastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that's why. And, again, it all becomes distractions. And w- most of us weren't exposed to it. You would maybe hear because someone would – you would know, right? If you started running when you were a kid and then you were good at it, you would keep with it. Yep. And then you build that base. And then you just get to know people that are all connected with that, right? And you wouldn't then all of a sudden be 35 years old and you stumble on – this sport and then 
think I need to get to the gym. This would be a great way, right? And then uh, end up going down that rabbit hole. So instead of it, and even if you want to go down that rabbit hole, great, but you normally need to build a base level of fitness first. Um, That's something other people, I, I think people need to realize is when you see people that are really good at stuff, like anything, we can talk strength sports, the amount of time they've been doing it is usually like staggering. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see someone who does pro bodybuilding. They've probably been training since they were 15. Yeah. And like well, on look- top of that, like they got great genetics. They have incredible consistency. Of course they look like that. But you're not going to start training and in three years you just look like Mr. Olympia. Mm-hmm. Just not. Well, look at um, your wife's cousin. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, he's Ryan? he's like yeah Ryan. He's like one of the top Ryan Kent. Spartan runners. Yeah, like or Spartan racers. Yeah, and those those kind of. But he grew up running. Sport, yeah, since he was like three years old, mm-hmm. building that aerobic base. Yeah, right? so no wonder he excelled at Spartan racing. Like the dude's just been running for forever. Yeah, so then it comes around, and he's in his you know twenties, and he's like has has his whole base. So whereas if you just started. You're gonna be behind. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be behind. Compared to and, him. It, and it doesn't mean you're you know it's just you There's don't see wrong all you. those years, right? Um, yeah, because you might think like, oh, well, he just started Spartan racing. And he's just really good at it. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, we'll I wonder why. The uh, who's the most recent guy that was like the CrossFit champion for like five six years? Are you talking Matt Fraser? Yeah, Matt Fraser. Right. You would say, and CrossFit was newer, but still, all of a sudden, these guys would rise to the top. Oh wait, he's been Olympic lifting since he was what, like twelve years old or something. Yeah. You know, so he had built this foundation of, of great of, of of power of those technical speed, movements and speed yep. and yeah, like he was just primed to be. And if you look at how tall he is, how mm-hmm. he's built, like the dude was just literally built to win CrossFit competitions. Yeah. So, man, twenty years, again, somewhat different tangents and nuances, but ultimately. We were just reminiscing, and it's wild. The information's so the different. Information. So look out for that paralysis by analysis, but still seek out information that you feel is valuable, and then at that point, eliminate all the other noise. Yeah, you gotta you no, gotta you can't put do, the blinders yeah. on at some point. You can't do it all. You need to clearly define your goal. Find sources you trust. Eliminate the noise. No FOMO, no paralysis by analysis, and you'll you then you'll get the benefits yeah. of the world we live in now. Yeah. And then honestly, action is always better than no action. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a hundred percent sure, like you're still better off taking some action and you know, figuring it out as you go. Yep. So yeah, don't do zero. All right. We appreciate you for listening. Listen to us ramble. Yeah. We'll be back rambling next week. Catch you next time. See ya. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.